Welcome back to the Two Marks and a Spark Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash spark to get three months free when you sign up for the 12-month package. That gets you 15 free months of what, Bryce? ExpressVPN. Which is the best VPN. The best. The absolute best. On the internet. Man, what a week in wrestling. What a week for everybody, really. Uh, as oh, you, a lot of a lot of interesting things happening this week. That's for sure. Right, and as you guys are hearing this, as this is going up, it is September 11th. It's the 20th anniversary of 9/11. I won't go too much into that, but you know, there's that. Um, let's talk a little bit about some professional wrestling though, because it's been a fun week. Raw sucked. I thought NXT. No. I thought NXT was a fun show. Did you watch NXT? I watched a good bit of it. I thought it was a fun show. Right on. Uh, Dynamite, I thought... We're going to get into it, but I thought Dynamite was really good. And I thought SmackDown was the best WWE television show I've watched in like a year. Interesting. I did not watch it, but I will will listen to what you have to say about it. Because I did, I did see a few things on Twitter. There's some things you're gonna have opinions about. That, let me just say that, even without seeing it, you're gonna have an opinion on it. I'm, I'm sure. I, I usually have an opinion on something WWE related, ninety <laughs> percent of the time. But I will, I will hear you out. I will give my little two cents. Let's just go in order here. Let's start with Dynamite. Oh boy, this fucking show. Ah. Uh very spicy i liked this show a lot but good lord did it have some timing problems jesus christ yeah um so we open this up with uh malachi black versus the dustin Rhodes. worth noting there was no excalibur this week you said something about how he's getting married yep he's getting married okay right Uh, on so i i remembered that much uh, I'm not sure I missed him. You know, honestly, it has on commentary. Like, I don't mind it. It added something to the show this week, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I, th- I so I think um, Taz has more energy than Excalibur, but he definitely doesn't know as much about the wrestling uh history, the world outside of AEW, basically. Yeah, and. That's the thing I love about Excalibur so much is he's like a he's like a history book. He knows so much about like where people have been and what they've done. Right. Which is impressive. Also, it's worth noting this show did one point three million viewers on average. That's pretty good. Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes was a great match. Malachi won with a botched black mass. Yes, it was botched. He did not kick him in the head. He kicked him in the shoulder blade. Rip. But he did win. I thought it was a very good match. I just am sad that they kind of messed up the finish. Uh, good to see Dustin is still better than his brother. Uh, well, what is with all this hate for Cody recently? I don't hate Cody. I really don't. No, but a lot of I people just... do, especially lately, and I don't get it. No, Cody, like, when I say Dustin's a better wrestler than Cody, that's not, like, that's not saying there's a huge gap between them by any means. Cody is still really good. I think Malachi's going to beat Cody at the Grand Slam show, buddy. I, I do, too. I think it's going to be a better match than the squash they had in Jacksonville. Yeah, and that's another thing is Cody is always in these matches with people that are really fucking good. And then he had that match with Anthony Agogo, which, if I remember correctly, yes. freaking hated. That was that was a dumb match. But other than that, every match he's had has been with someone that's usually pretty good. So the match quality is usually pretty goddamn high. At least that's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, Dustin's mouth was bleeding at the end of this. I'm not sure whether that was a work or a shoot, but they do that a lot. It seems like 
I, I don't know if people are getting fucking teeth knocked out like nobody's business or if they're just doing the fake blood meme. I don't know, honestly. Probably a little bit of both. Uh, we get a Lucha Bros uh, hype package for them winning the titles. Penta has still not cleaned his belt from the blood. Uh, Eddie Kingston. It seems like it's going to be Eddie Kingston and Miro at uh, Grand Slam. They haven't announced that yet, but it seems like that's where we're headed. And uh, I hope Eddie Kingston wins that match. <laughs> it seems like they're going to do that again because they had the fuck finish at the pay-per-view. So, Yeah, uh, Eddie Kingston hasn't been winning a whole lot. So I would hope Eddie Kingston wins that and hopefully wins the title. I mean, that would be a homecoming for him. So, uh, Then we get a CM Punk promo. This whole thing was weird. That That's how I can describe this. This was weird. This wasn't bad. And before Taz started running his mouth, it was actually really good. The Taz thing was kind of dumb. And now, if Taz wasn't on commentary, I would have been all for it. Well, the fact that Taz stood up from the commentary table and did this, was it felt really f- I get it. This this was probably their plan before they knew Excalibur was going to be gone this week. I yeah, because if Excalibur was here and Taz just came out, it would have been like, oh, all right. Because believe I me, I am all here for Ta- or Punk versus uh, Starks or Punk versus Hobbs or Punk versus either I, one of them. I'm all here for think, all that. I think it's Hobbs first. Well, that's probably the logical thinking, but I'm I'm here for it. I mean, I'm fine with it. If that's what they're going to do. It's just, it felt a little strange at the time, and it still kind of does. Yeah. But it is what it is, I guess. You know, you can't have everything unforeseen circumstances, you know. There's been a lot of unforeseen circumstances in AEW. And I, I, yeah, I know. And it is what it is. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to judge it too much. Because, you know, we of all people know shit happens. Yeah. So I'm just going to let it go. Then we get a Santana and Ortiz video package. They put the tag team division on notice. And then we get a Ruby. We go to commercial. We get a Ruby Soho interview. This was hilarious. This was pretty. This was great. And Ruby. (laughs) I love Ruby, but she's not very good on the mic. She is not the best talker. Uh, I I love her to death, but she, the 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 reason her vignettes were so good is because she didn't talk. Uh, she starts talking about how she won the battle royal, and she's so happy to be in AEW and hoopla and hoopla, and yada yada yada. Here comes Britt Baker, and. Bryce said his iconic line every time we watch one of these shows and someone he likes walks on the television screen. Oh, hi, Britt Baker. And <laughs> what I do with most people. That's just, that's my gimmick. As, as someone in the business would say. If, if anyone has ever watched a show with Bryce, you know, anytime someone walks on screen and it's unexpected, it's just, oh, hi. <laughs> like even when Brian Danielson came out, I was like, Oh, hello, Brian. LOL. <laughs> welcome, well, welcome to the show, my friend. We've been expecting you for like the last hour and a half. So, like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm more excited when I'm talking about the shows than I'm actually watching them. It's like I contain my excitement. So I'm just kind of like, oh, yes. And then that's all, like I just sit there in silence and, and smile while I watch this shit happen. And then when I get on the show, I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so good. Here's the point. Don't ask me. Don't ask me why. It's just what I do. AEW has been incredible the last few months, and it's getting better, which is insane. But one of my favorite all-time lines in AEW in their two-year history is when Britt Baker tells Ruby Soho to run away to catering just like she has been the last few years and then when Baker walks away Soho turns to Shivani and says I know she's your girl but I'm gonna whoop her ass <laughs> this was that incredible. was 
That was a pretty good bit. This was fantastic. And then we get Hobbs versus Dante Martin. This was really good. Hobbs killed him. Moving on. Big surprise. Uh, Then something that was funny and really good but didn't need to be on this show was Dan Lambert cutting a promo. Oh, with uh, Scorpio Sky and Paige in, like, the skybox, right? Yeah, for how short of time this show was, they could have cut this. Just for how short on time they were. And yeah, this show, this show went really fast, just to make sure everyone knows that. And I'm not the only one that's been saying there was some things they could have cut out of this, and that's definitely one of them. And then we get the funniest Matt Hardy thing ever. He, he said he was going to shave Orange Cassidy's head, and then Orange comes back with a, Matt Hardy said he was going to shave my head. Whatever. <laughs> ben screaming eternally. Ugh. He, oh no, Orange Cassidy's on my screen. Oh No, he was fine this week because he was only on my screen for like seven seconds. Then we get an MJF promo. This was really good for about 75 to 80% of it. And I really like MJF, but he, he said something in this promo that is just... He's yeah, he's he's trying a little too hard to get heat. Yeah, the whole I know I know he's a heel, but he is trying just like two two to three like five percent too hard. He he started to say the something about abortion, and I was just like, oh no, no, not right now. R- r- relax, MJF. I love you, but you you gotta tone it down just a tiny bit. Uh, and they keep teasing Wardlow, just beating the ever-loving shit out of him. This was very apparent in this this uh, segment, by the way. Yeah, like he was like he was like on the brink. The entire segment. Yes. No, honestly, I was expecting a snap during this, and it didn't happen. But and I'm sure it's going to come soon. They did announce later on in the night that it's going to be MJF versus Pillman in New York, at the stadium show. Which. I can't wait for because that's going to be a really good match. That is going to be a fantastic match. And then we get a, after the MJF promo, we got a John Moxley video package welcoming Minoru Suzuki to the jungle, telling him he's going to die. <laughs> I'm so happy we have a wrestling show where a wrestler can look into the camera and say, you're going to die. <laughs> well, that's the advantage of not having a PG show. Then we got Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter. This was really freaking good. It was really big. Really big? You mean really good? Really good. Soho right. wins, and then it looks like we're getting a new riot squad of Ruby Soho. No, no, we're not. That's that's not gonna last. There's no way. Are you sure? I'd believe more that like. Ruby Soho is just joining the best friends with Riho than I, I would. I, I really hope name. that's not the case. That is going to be like uh, uh, you hit the random button on like a character creation thing. I, I really you hope just, she's you not get you get the most you get the most wild cacophony of shit possible. Unless they're turning Ruby heel like immediately after she loses to Brit. I really hope that's not the case. I. Uh... I just think she's a little too good for that. Yeah. Just a little bit like because yeah. after the I match, don't, I I do I do I do not want her talent being wasted at all. Well, they're not putting the belt on her. Let's get that out of the way. Well, well, no. Not yet at least. I'm not so yep. sure she's in the first three people in line to get that belt after Brett. No, there's there's so many good people on this roster now, but that's fine. That doesn't mean that she, you know, she's not doing anything in that time. You can still be doing shit. In the Here's meantime. what I'm worried about. Charlotte's on her way. We all know she is. Uh, I'm worried that Charlotte's just going to come in and beat Brett in five seconds. If she steals the spotlight, I am going to be a little... No, I'm going to be very upset. Well, if they bring her in and use her right, I think it'll be fine. It's just don't overuse her. 
I just don't want her bearing talent. If they use her in the same way they've been using Punk, I'm fine with it. In the have a match here and there and just... Because they could put I her did, with Andrade pretty easily. I just don't want her getting WWE'd in a different company. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but you you got to understand why someone would be concerned about it. Oh, yeah. So. But according to everyone that's ever talked about it, apparently Ruby had a great relationship with everyone, including Charlotte, so I don't think that would be a concern. Yeah, well. Then I am just just hoping everything turns out well on that front. Now, if they put the belt on Ruby, I'm going to bitch because that's a stupid idea right now. Not not right now. Maybe like a year or two down the road. Yeah, that's it, it's just it's not going to happen right now. They need to roll with what they have for a while. Uh, Brian Starks and Ricky Kate. R- Brian Starks. <laughs> you're, you're talking about me tripping on my words, Ben. Brian, Brian Starks and Ricky Cage. <laughs> oh my god we want to try that again (laughs) brian cage and ricky starks cut a weird dual video package promo i hate these i wish they'd stop doing them starks basically says hey dude i'm really fucking sick of this and cage is like i want another match and i'm like no stop making brian cage look like a dick Apparently he was complaining. No, his I wife was, was complaining. His wife was complaining on Twitter. Why? Because they're underutilizing him, which they are. I mean, yeah. But why would your wife go on Twitter to complain about it? Because his wife was a wrestler. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a Dark Order, during the Dark Order's entrance for the match between the Pinnacle and Dark Order, we get a video package of earlier in the day, Alex Marvez. Get the fuck off my screen! Customary uh, line from Ben. Good lord, fucking... The more I have to look at Marvez's doofy face, the worse. Honestly, this whole match annoyed me. This whole... The before and the after, because I actually thought the whole Dark Order interview thing was actually really good. Anna Anna J looks like, and I love Anna because she's so good at this. Anna J looks like she's about to have a psychotic breakdown on these people. She looks like she is about to beat the brakes off of every single member of that group. And here's the thing. I believe she probably could. Probably. And don't tell me Anna J wouldn't snap. Alan Angels in half like a twig. And Tay Conti's facials continue to be great. She looked incredibly annoyed. The Pinnacle versus Dark Order. This was stupid and didn't need to happen. The Pinnacle won. And then the Dark Order started fighting with each other. (laughs) This was comedic gold. (laughs) To be honest with you, I was laughing the whole time. You could ask Bryce. I was laughing. It was hysterically. It was it was pretty bad. It was it was funny bad. And the best part of this is they're all just fighting with each other and Anna and Tay are just standing on the ramp and they're just looking at them like what the very very disappointed Anna or, or, or more like agitated. Anna and Tay were me and Bryce watching this segment. <laughs> Like, what the f- annoyed <laughs> agitated uh, Anna looked like she wanted to just break their necks <laughs> I'm wondering are they gonna split this they're, they're gonna split Dark Order by the way are, are they gonna split this Dark Order thing into two factions Anna takes half of them and somebody else takes the other half which by the way she's good enough on the mic to lead a stable so I guess I wouldn't complain if they did that it'll be interesting to see for sure I don't know what to think of it yet but and also is Anna the babyface or the heel in that situation because then they did a uh, recap of the casino battle royal and Anna 
cut Tay off when she was about to say TJ is back, bitches. Well, maybe you just answered your own question. Then. So who? But is heel Anna J really a good idea right now? Like they just brought her back. It's it's hard to say. I don't think they should, but I think she's too likable to turn her heel. I think that's the problem. Right. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. There's because here's the they thing: they, they turned they, her they, heel. They, they need they need to think a little bit more long term with this. They turned her heel when they first brought her in, but it worked because they had Brody with her. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know. That ship has sailed for worse, unfortunately, but that's... Well, Babyface Dark Order is fucking insufferable. It's it's bad. I know. It was fun for, like, what? The first six weeks? It was was a funny joke for six weeks, but now it's just boring. It kind of got... The fun kind of stopped after that really bad Silver Derby match. Yeah. And now it's just kind of hard to watch. I'm glad they're doing something with them. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're still part of this company regardless. And, like, I don't like the faction as a whole. But there still are good people on this faction. Like, Alan Angels is really good. I think Stu Grayson is great. Number 10's great. Anna is the star of this whole thing. Right. Like, Anna Jay still... and Tay Conti. Let, let's get this out of the way. Anna Jay and Tay Conti are saving these yes. segments. I just don't regularly. like the idea. I don't like the idea of like tying bricks to the feet of these talent and telling them to make it work. You are. They have tied the brick that is Colt Cabana to all of these people because I think Uno, Evil Uno on the mic is really good. If he's I just, just talking. Wanna... I just, I really don't want to see these people held back. If Evil Uno was just a manager, he'd be great. And maybe that's what he does. That's fine. I mean, I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I think he's a better talker than he is a wrestler. Right, because he did really good in those promos with uh, Kenny. Which is not an insult, by the way. No, 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 no. I hardly... Like Anna, for example, I think she's great in the ring, but I think she might be better on the mic. Being good on the mic is just as impressive as being good in the ring, in my opinion. Especially when there's 15,000 people in the building. Yeah, like public's like speaking in front of a crowd like that is stressful, and being good at it is definitely a talent. Like, Bryce, if me and you had to do this show every week in front of 5,000 people, I'm not sure it would be very good. I I shit myself when I have to give a speech in front of, like, 30 people. If I have to cut a a promo in front of 15,000 people, my pants are going to be filled with shit. So, if you can cut a good promo, you get a thumbs up from me. Now, let's fantasy book a little bit here. What is a best case scenario for this Dark Order thing? Because I can tell you mine right off the top of the right off the top of the bat. Well, why don't you hit me with it real quick then? So, and this doesn't even have to be next week. Just episode of Dynamite. They announce it's fucking Stu Grayson and John Silver against whoever. You could even do FTR if you wanted to. FTR just absolutely beats them, just dead, right? apparently they've signed Bray Wyatt you bring Bray in and he just you have Bray sit there don't have him do anything don't have him say anything just have him sit there and watch Anna comes down she's like what the hell's going on she's like who who the fuck are you (laughs) and it just keeps going just like looks at him like what the fuck and just keeps going. <laughs> and then proceeds to beat the hell out of Stu Grayson and Sean Silver. Right. And just throw them at Bray, basically. 
Do we have any idea what the Bray situation is right now? Uh, I know something, but I can't say it, kind of. Well, you can tell me that after the show, then. But yeah. There, so, so as far as we know publicly, there's not a whole lot. Exactly. So right now we're just kind of in a void. Yeah. I have okay. some information, but I haven't been able to confirm it. So we, we 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 don't want to spread false rumors on our show. So we're just going to leave that at that. I don't know what Ben's talking about, but I'm just going to I will tell you after we're done recording. I'm I'm just going to pretend he didn't say that. <laughs> exactly. I probably shouldn't have even said I know something. But anyway, uh then we go to Tully Oh wait, I didn't finish my fucking stupid theory. So Bray's just sitting there, and she and he just watches as Anna just absolutely beats the brakes off of Stu and John. And you can even have the other Dark Order guys, and they're like, Anna, why the fuck did you just glom them? LOL, she says. <laughs> and then she kicks Evil Uno in the face and just leaves them for dead and walks away. Doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything, doesn't interact with Bray at all. Because you're not putting him and Br- her and Bray together. You're just having Anna just <laughs> absolutely murder these idiots. <laughs> just You could even do a spot. You know the spots in the movies, where in action movies, where the hero grabs two guys' heads and bangs them together? Yeah. You could even have her do that with, like, Colt Cabana and Evil Uno. Just <laughs> bang their heads together. <laughs> and, and just have Anna just make these guys look like jobbers. And Bray's just sitting there, not saying anything. And obviously you have the commentators react in some way to the fact that Wyndham Rotunda is sitting there. Then they go to commercial, they're gone. And you can just play off that. I think that's a great way to set up Anna just saying, I'm so done with this shit. (laughs) And then have Anna and Tay just do whatever, turn them heel, keep them babyface, whatever you want to do. At that point, it doesn't really matter that much. You've got two extremely talented people. They'll fit in wherever you put them. You want to keep them together, fine. You want to turn one of them, fine. I don't care. I think Anna would be a better heel than she is babyface, but she's too over to turn her, which is the problem. It's re- You know what's really weird about Anna Jay? I don't think this chick's had more than five matches on Dynamite, but she is like one of the five most over women in the division. <laughs> Right, yeah, it's it's kind of funny, honestly. I mean, she is mad over. She really is. It's 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 crazy. Like she came off of a, like a nine month injury, and she is still just as over as when she left, if not more. No, she's more over. Exactly, which is why I said, or more, because she kind of is more over, which is kind of crazy. She's not more over than Brit. Let's get that out of the way. But she no, 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 not at she's all. She's more over but... than Statlander is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you hear the pop Anna got when she came back last week? Holy shit! It was really good. And 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 that's not to take anything away from Statlander. Statlander is also really good. But there isn't a lot of bad wrestlers in this women's division. <laughs> Rebel. Um. Yeah. <sighs> This this woman's division is stacked. I don't it's necessarily care for a lot of the booking that they've done with eh, it. Yeah. Other than Brit. I do think they need to give the woman's division a little bit more love on these dynamites. I I was in favor of Rampage being an all-woman show, to be honest with you. Because it feels like the best we get is one more night. And I could definitely go for more than one woman's match a night they have enough female talent now to do an all-female show if they wanted to which is why i thought they should have done that with rampage yeah now reckon their men's roster is growing just as fast as the women's roster is but you see where i'm coming from with the whole idea no i i do i i totally do but if they did that then I feel like we'd be pulling women's matches away from Dynamite. You wouldn't need women's matches on Dynamite if you had a whole hour of women's wrestling. I am fine with them mixing them both. 
I'm perfectly okay with that. I just want to see more women's matches in general because their women's division is just that goddamn good. Well, I feel like two women's matches at Dynamite is not an unrealistic concept. No, it's not, and it would be great. They've got enough talent. They definitely have enough talent, and they totally could. I don't know why they're not. I mean, they got they got they just have so much talent in general. Here's the thing. They're very clearly getting ready to push Anna, right? And I I I have a weird feeling that Anna's going to be the one to beat Britt Baker. I don't know that. That's not coming from anywhere. That's just a not going to be a full gear. No. I I would not be surprised if Britt beats Ruby and then it's probably Honestly, it's probably either the bunny at full gear, which I would be fine with because Allie is really good. Or, I mean, you could even do Jade. But but do you really want Britt beating Jade? Like, That's a whole other issue is do you want Britt beating Jade? I feel like Jade beating Anna farther down the road would be a better choice. <sighs> like way, way down the pipeline. You're not beating either one of them right now, though. That's a problem. This is just the way momentum is right now in this women's division. Everybody's trending up, which is kind of an issue. Yeah. You Even a hater some... who's losing is kind of trending up. Yeah. Uh, some people got to start losing here. Uh, but Statlander's going to have to start doing some jobs. I. And I like Chris Statlander a lot. As as much as I don't like to say that, you're probably right. And I don't know who should be. Honestly, they need to have Anna Jay win a match on Dynamite, and it needs to be important. I don't know who you have her beat, necessarily. Obviously, they're not done with this whole Anna Jay, Tay Conti, and Penelope Ford and the Bunny. That's probably going to linger a bit longer. I would have to assume Anna's going to get a singles win over one or both of them. Same with Tay Conti. Right on. Uh, I can't. I, I cannot see a way that they don't have Anna pin both of them in the middle of the ring. Um, well, as much as I love talking about this woman's division, Ben. We get carried uh, away when we talk about this. We, we, we really do get carried away. And, and it's, it's both it, of us. It's not just one of us. It's rightfully so, Ben, but goddamn, we need to continue on this card. <laughs> This oh, show God. got better, especially in the second half. Uh, what's, Tully, what's next? What's next, Ben? Tully's backstage, and he's talking about how he booked, got the match booked of Darby versus Sean Spears. You know what's funny? They did this match like a year or so ago. I feel like it just happened, but I, I, I it's got to be more than a year. Time flies, Ben. Pandemic has done a lot to us. And then he said at some point it's going to be Tully versus Sting one more time. I dude no <laughs> i love them both but no don't do that i don't want tully to die in the ring now if it's spears and tully against sting and darby okay it is ill-advised for tully to be in the ring i mean he's done it and he's looked good that's the problem i know i just uh... Then we get the Varsity Blondes backstage with Alex Marvez. God fucking damn it, did I not just tell this fucker to get off my screen? That is number two for the show, gentlemen. And ladies, number two. Where's Dasha? Honestly, Ben, Alex Marvez rant. Fuck. Fucking doofus. Anyway. About the brawl earlier with uh, MJF and Wardlow. Did I mention Griff Garrison was in that segment for all about seven seconds? He was. Was just kind of standing there, if I recall correctly. No, he got whooped. He like died. Whooped. Wardlow killed him. I mean, makes sense to me. Then uh, the acclaimed come in, uh, and Caster has a match with Pillman on Rampage, which we'll get to in a minute. Because obviously, we just watched Rampage. Uh, then we get the Elite and Brian Danielson segment. Notice how I say the Elite and Brian Danielson segment because they. They did something, in fact, very stupid. And the Elite didn't get to the ring until like 8.30 Central. And the show's over at 9. And I'm looking at the clock like, we've still got Moxley versus Suzuki on this show. 
What the fuck? It took up a lot of time. It really did. I would really, really, they really, really, really did. should have started this show with Moxley versus Suzuki and just given it more time because that match should have been longer. We'll talk more about Minoru Suzuki in a second. I guess he's going to be back on Dynamite next week. Uh, or he's sticking around. Um, that's odd to me, but freaking usually, usually, it. usually, these Japanese talent are here for a week and then they're gone. But Minoru did really good, so it's fine. I mean, I'm not complaining about him being here for more than a week. Uh, Tony Schiavone good. says, "Here's the best, most powerful faction in the world right now, the Elite," and then they play the "Being the Elite" theme song. The Elite, without Adam Cole, walk to the ring. Tony starts to ask a question. Callis grabs the mic and says, thank you all for being here on the same night that uh, Kenny Omega was named the number one wrestler on the PWI Top 500. Thank you for your, the votes and your money. <laughs> thank you, Don Callis. <laughs> Don Callis is just on another level. <laughs> Don Callis's intelligence level is just another world higher than everyone else. I love how snarky he is. It makes me laugh. <laughs> Thank you for your votes and your money. <laughs> He's the funniest kind of asshole you could have. Is Don Callis your favorite manager in wrestling? <laughs> he he's might, he's up there right now. He might he's be up mine. there. He's definitely up there. I mean, we can't forget about Smart Mark Sterling. That's also true. <laughs> Just the biggest geek imaginable. Then Nick Jackson brings out Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's awesome entrance music plays, and they do the Adam Cole baby thing, and this place comes unglued, and he says, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? This guy is so over, by the way. I love it. I really do. Adam Cole is maybe the most over guy in the company, and he's been there for like... All of five minutes. <laughs> right, yeah. He literally just debuted, and he is incredibly over. And then he says, but first, and then he goes over to Shivani, and this was great. <laughs> I know you're close with Britt Baker, but if you even look at her the wrong way, I will slap those stupid glasses off your face and whoop your ass. He then said, get out of our ring, nerd. <laughs> and then the crowd immediately starts chanting, Tony, Tony. That was really funny. This was great. And then Adam Cole cuts a very good promo calling All Elite Wrestling the greatest wrestling company in the world. And they might be. <laughs> I'm they not... very well might be. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. I will not say it on here. But it's a possibility. And he starts talking about how it's because of the elite. Notice how he didn't mention the Good Brothers in this promo. The Good Brothers were like the green screen on this. They were just there to fill up space, it felt like. I'm not even sure why they're still there. They, I don't know. I don't know why they're not just in impact. No, here's the thing, and Brian Alvarez or Dave Meltzer, one of the two, brought that up, brought this up on the Observer this past week. Um, they're not technically full time in Impact. They're signed to full time New Japan deals. Really? Yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were full time in Impact. For they're only full time in Impact until they can go to Japan regularly. Impact was just supposed to be something they did in between uh, New Japan tours. Interesting, but Sounds they like ha a deal. Well, it is, but that's what started the whole Forbidden Door thing. So we should be kind of grateful to them. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll be interesting to see what they do in Japan. I would have to think their involvement is going to lessen significantly when they can start going to Japan. Um. And yeah, that's the same lot. with that's, that's a lot of traveling. And the same with Lance Archer. Even though Archer is technically full time AEW now. 
Although we haven't seen him that much lately. At least in in the ring, at least. I, I mean, he's been, he's been cutting promos every silent every now and then and such. I think I'd have to think he requested time off or something because he was prominently featured and then wasn't for the last it just month or kind so. of it just kind of fell off. I I would have to think he requested time off or something. I mean that's fine. It's just you know speculation, obviously. And if the guy wanted the time off and they gave it to him. Or... Who are we to bitch? We we do that in our daily lives. Who are we to bitch? Um, but yeah, this whole thing was really good. Cole cuts a really good promo, says he's going to make his in-ring debut next week. That is really soon, by the way. If you've been following how these AEW debut, in-ring debuts are booked, they're usually one, two, three weeks out. Cole and Ruby just got right into it. Hustlers. I appreciate it. I like to see them. And it seems like Brian's going to be the same way. Yeah. Does he have a match for next week? No, not for next week, but they announced it's going to be Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian, which they didn't announce until after this was over. Uh, Adam hands the mic to Kenny. Kenny says, as much as I'd love to celebrate being the best wrestler in the world, uh, we've got a acknowledge the fact that we were interrupted and that's one thing we hate is interruptions and then here comes fly to the valkyries again and here comes brian danielson who... not too surprised by this no neither was i but it's like they promoted two separate segments between the elite and then they promoted a brian danielson segment and they kind of uh fucked them together uh danielson's like who wants to see us fight and then he slaps in the LaBelle lock, which uh, Jim Ross called an armbar. Uh, I got really mad. <laughs> Notice my emotions it, on this show. It's different from normal, that's for sure. And then it just turns into a pure brawl between Jurassic Express, Christian Cage, Frankie Kazarian, and Jurassic Express and the Elite. Before they corner Brandon Cutler and... Brian kicks his head off and we go to break. Rick uh, Brandon Cutler. The lineup for Rampage was announced. Pac versus Andrade. Darby and Sting promo or interview segment or whatever it ended up being. I can't remember. I don't care. Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter against Soho, Statlander, and Riho, or as I'm calling it, Riot Squad 4.0. Uh, Pilbin Jr. versus Caster, and then Dynamite next week. One of these matches makes Bryce really mad. Makes Bryce really mad. Uh, Cole versus Kazarian, Cargill versus Hirsch. Bryce, you want to say something about that? Dumb. Cargill versus Hirsch. There's no competition there. <laughs> and then Allen one, versus one. Spears. And then they announced two matches for Grand Slam. I thought we would have a full card for Grand Slam by now, but we have two matches. And it's Cody Rhodes versus Malachi, and then MJF versus Pillman. Uh, worth noting, they cut Suzuki's entrance short. People are complaining about that. It is what it is. You know what I wanted to see not get cut short? This freaking match. Yeah. Moxley won and then celebrated for like five minutes. Why didn't you wrestle for another four minutes? Jesus Christ. You can celebrate off air. Uh, All right, let's talk about this goddamn Smackdown show. I'm not going to spend very long on this. I did see a few things on Twitter, Ben. Do you want to refresh my memory? We had a very odd day. So I want to point out, I watched WWE's uh, 9-11 documentary this afternoon. Uh, it was fine. It was good. It was it was well-intentioned, let me put it that way. I'm not sure it came across that way, but it was it was well-intentioned. Um, it was clearly meant as a tribute, but it didn't exactly go over very well online. Uh, worth noting, they had Trey Wingo, former ESPN personality, as well as Tom Rinaldi on on this documentary. I Tom Rinaldi just left ESPN earlier this year after like 25 years. 
and he's narrating a uh, WWE documentary. I don't know how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I, 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 I've got another story, but not the point. Uh, we get a Roman Reigns promo to start the show. He gets cut off by Brock Lesnar. This was fantastic. Um, it looks like Roman is going to turn on Heyman because Brock says something to the effect of, why didn't you tell uh, Roman I was at SummerSlam? And Heyman looks like he is going to shit himself this whole time. And Roman grabs his belt from Heyman. You know how Heyman always clutches the belt? Like a baby, like a baby. Roman grabs the belt, rips it away from him, and walks away. And then Heyman has a micro panic attack before introducing Brock Lesnar. And then Brock says, just like old times, huh, Paul? And uh, Brock was really good on the mic, by the way, (laughs) tonight. I thought that was... I I can probably count on one hand how many times I've heard that man talk. Well, he's not been very good in the past but tonight he was like really good worth noting he still looks like Brock Lesnar ate Brock Lesnar <laughs> like this guy is jacked like beyond the stars he looked like a um he looked like a lumberjack honestly cuz he's <laughs> he's still got that look but uh he goes to F5 Heyman and who comes back to Save him. But Roman. Roman Superman punches him. And gets out of the ring. The Usos go after him. They super kick him a couple times. Brock stays on his feet. And then hits that iconic double clothesline. That he hasn't hit in like a hundred years. And. The segment ends. Uh, We had a ten man tag match. The Usos. Boogs. Nakamura. And Big E. Against Zayn. Ziggler. Robert Roode, Otis, and Apollo Crews. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Sami Zayn was out there in a freaking Knicks jersey, right? And then for Heat, he brings out Trey Young, who pissed off the New York crowd during the playoffs of the ba- of the basketball season last year. And they gave Trey Young a Tron and everything. This was great. I, I don't care how bad it was because it was bad. But here's the thing. Trey Young was just at ringside, but he got like actually involved in the match. Really? He like actually did things and it was like, uh, what? <laughs> he like did that pull down on their head when they're leaned on the ropes thing to Ray. And I was like, Trey Young, what are you doing? And then he got ejected. Uh, he tried <laughs> and I'm like I know it was dumb but I kind of liked it it's like it's dumb but I liked it it's just I don't know uh, the Bianca Becky contract signing it was really good as you figured it would be and then we got a 25 minute match between Seth Rollins and Edge this was great on a SmackDown. Interesting. The finish came when Rollins hit the curb stomp on Edge and Edge got carted to the back. This was so fantastic. Edge died. This was fantastic. And then I ended up going to make food. So I didn't see the main event. Apparently it was like 15 minutes. Between... Uh, the Prophets and the Usos for the tag titles. It ended in a DQ, and this I saw. It ends in a DQ when Roman comes in and absolutely murders Montez Ford with a guillotine. I mean, he freaking died. Ripperoni. <laughs> Montez Ford looked dead. And then the lights flash red. As oh, yes. Oh, yes. Roman oh, says, yes. you know what? Send Brock Lesnar, send Finn Balor, because after I beat Finn at Extreme Rules, I'm going to smash Brock and pin him too. And then the lights flash red, and the demon is here. Yes. And he did the full demon entrance, and the show goes off the air with Balor's music, the red lights, and it's Balor and 
Demon Balor and Reigns staring at each other. This was amazing. <laughs> this whole show was great. I love Finn Balor so much. He's so good. And before we talk about Rampage, we're going to take a break. That's right. We'll be right back, folks. We will indeed do that. All right, we're back. Goodness gracious. Okay, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, Rampage. Uh, this was a taped show, and it was very obvious. Just a bit. I thought especially with the commentary, you can tell they went back and redid some stuff. Uh, <laughs> or at least I thought they did. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Show started with Andrade versus Pac. I don't know why they started with this, but... It should have been the main event. Yeah. Easily. They, they were both in the ring when the pyro was going off, so I was like, okay, I guess. Do what you gotta do there, but... This match was really I... good. Oh, it was really, really, really good. This match was everything I wanted it to be. This was definitely better than Andrade's Matt Seidel match. I don't know what was wrong with that match, honestly. It should have been better than it was. I just don't... I, I, I wonder if those two just didn't click. That might have been what it was, but these two definitely did click. And it showed in this match. And the finish was... Pac had him in that submission thing that he does, and then Chavo interfered with the ref distracted. Because... Andrade's assistant had like a stun gun or something. I was like, "What the? F what is this I impact?" I thought I thought he had I thought he hit him with like an iPad. Well, Chavo hit him with an iPad, but remember the ref got distracted because Andrade's assistant had the stun gun, and then the Lucha Bros came down and it was a schmoz, and then hit him with the iPad. Andrade rolled over, covered him, and then Andrade looked really confused. He's like, "What the?" What the hell just happened? And he was like trying to sort it out and the ref was confused and everyone was just really confused. And then Andrade clocks Chavo and walks away. I was like, okay. I don't know what they're going to do with Chavo. I mean. Yeah, I was expecting that to last a little bit longer. If they're going to have Chavo wrestle, fine. Then do that. But. Whatever. Just felt a little strange to me. And then Chavo got the crap beat out of him by the Death Triangle. And then we got Sting and Darby in the ring. This was really short. I mean, it didn't really need to be that long. This is an hour show. We have to keep that in mind. Things don't need to be long unless they're matches. It's true. And uh, even the other two matches on the show were really short, but I guess when you have a 20-minute open, I... I guess. <laughs> I mean, Sting was really jazzed for this, by the way. Sting was fired up. Uh, oh, absolutely. Darby didn't cut the best promo, but Sting made up for it, and then Tully came out and essentially distracted Sting while Spears jumped Darby. And then Spears ran away through the crowd. This was good. This was fine. And then we got a Brian Danielson, Adam Cole video package. This was great. I'm so happy both of these guys are here. And not anywhere else. Uh, Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, and Riho against Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel. What the hell was this? I was a little bit confused by this match. Not to say it wasn't good for what it was. It had like two days build, though. It had two days build. It felt like a throwaway match, even though it was good for what it was. I mean, it sets up Ruby and Britt further, but... 
you you, you could have done a little bit better with the booking on that, but uh, whatever. This shouldn't have been the main event. This shouldn't have been the main event. It should have been Andrade and Pac. I don't even think that's up for debate. What are you talking about, Caster and Pullman? Oh, yes. <laughs> got got my things out of order here. <laughs> oh God. I thought the six woman tag was better than Caster and Pillman. Uh, yeah. But there's just so many more. There's just so much talent in that match. Caster and Pillman was good. I'm not taking anything away from them. They were both really good. It's just. Eh, you can only do so much with the amount of TV time you have. That's just how it is. That's That's. What you get when you have a match on Rampage. And uh, Pillman won, and then Mox came out and helped him beat up the acclaimed, and that was it. And that was the end of the show. It was really short. Again. These Rampage uh, We've watched a few of these now, and both of them, it's just like, it's so short. So short. I'm still not used to this. Even if they could get an extra 30 minutes, I think it would be better, but... I'm not going to ask for more for now. I work with what I have. Yeah. This is just this is just how it is. Overall, is I thought Dynamite was the... I thought Rampage was the more well-put-together show in terms of timing and everything. But... Dynamite was the more loaded show, obviously, because it's two hours. Well, it's a lot easier to book a shorter show like this. Well, yeah. It's That's like, just how it is. We've got 44 minutes of on-air time and 15 yeah. for a commercial. So you get what you get. And that was that. But overall, a really good week in wrestling. Uh, I have an interview coming out today, I guess. Um, this is going up in the morning and then I think, hold on, let me check. I have it actually here somewhere. Yep. Okay. So the, when you hear this, this is going up at 10 AM and then at two, my interview with Scott Schwartz is going up and that's really long. Uh, my interview with Scott Schwartz, I actually taped the day that we're recording this Friday and that's like three hours. So <laughs> that's a long one. You've had a busy day, Ben. Uh, yeah, I've had a very long day um but it it's a really good interview i hope you guys enjoy it he has a lot of fun stories even from the wrestling business uh even though he was never technically fully in it he was in it it just go listen to the interview you'll get it but the interview is like three hours long i didn't touch a thing it's fully unedited it's just a raw interview it's really good i hope you guys like it that's going up today at two o'clock central and then, uh, shit, what do we have after that? I think we're doing a show with Rob next week, aren't we? On Monday, probably go up either Monday in the evening or on Tuesday morning. Yeah. However you decide to do that. Yeah, for those that don't know, I'm pretty much in charge of making sure this show actually goes up. I I do not take responsibility for when the shows go up. So if a show's ever late, don't blame him. Do not blame me, because it's not my fault. Would I be able to do any better? I am not saying that. <laughs> this is just the the distribution of the workload. To be fair, Bryce does do quite a bit. It's just not on the production side of things. Uh... I exist. And existence is hard. <laughs> Br- Bryce is the comedic relief. Uh, Be- being funny is difficult. <laughs> Regardless, there's stuff going on on Monday. I look forward to it. So Rob we- is Rob is so funny. I love that guy. We will be here for at least an hour, maybe a little more with Rob on Monday. Uh, I hope it's not too much more. Uh, because I have a lot to do Monday. Um, and I love Rob, but good Lord. Uh, what else? Oh, oh yeah. A week other than that. 
uh, Dynamite and Rampage. I think we're going to go back to doing these separately because these shows are so goddamn long when we do them together. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. More interviews, obviously. I think, I don't know, I was talking to Rob today and it sounds like he's going to be on here like once a week. So, <laughs> get ready for that, I guess. Get ready for <laughs> Rob to... <laughs> Yell Chaos. At us. Get ready Chaos. for Rob. Get ready for Rob to yell at us for an hour this, every week. This, this really adds a chaos element, which I'm a fan of. I enjoy having the uh, the madness on the show. If if you're not familiar with Rob Hockman, basically what happens when he comes on the show is he will yell at us for an hour and then he will leave. <laughs> and he yells at Ben a lot more than he yells at me, mind you. I take I take the punches like a like a punching bag and Ben just dies. <laughs> no offense, Ben. I and Rob you. just yells at me to get off to get off the floor. <laughs> Honestly, it let, let me explain it to you like this. Like Ben's getting beat up and I'm just like sitting there on the sidelines laughing while Rob's throwing haymakers. And, and Bryce I'm just is like, just come on. I'm just like, come on, man, get up. I'm encouraging him the best I can. But at the end of the day, I'm just laughing because I like having fun. And R- it's always awesome. fun when that guy. The few times I've talked to him, it's it's been a blast. So all, I look forward to doing it more. All Rob does is show up, have fun, and leave. And I can't appreciate that enough. I I 100% that. That's like more than I can ask for most people. So he shows up, he has fun, and he leaves. What more can you ask? Yeah. And exactly. if you think our shows are a little off the rails, then okay, then just don't listen to them. Mate. <laughs> if you're here and you're still listening, chances are you enjoy having a good time just as much as we do. And me and Rob, our show, what was that? Oh, God, that was two weeks ago. Can you believe yeah. that show came out two weeks ago? Good lord. Time flies, man. Time's a weird thing. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Uh what else? NXT's new thing. NXT's new set is getting revealed next week, and I can't. Also, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell are getting married next week on the show. Shut up. <laughs> no, Shut it's up. it's happening, Shut Bryce. Up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. There are people that are happy about that. Uh, I wanted to mention it. Uh, <laughs> Bryce, what are you looking forward to next week? Crying. <laughs> the Rob Hockman show. Yeah, we could honestly just like ask him like five questions and just get out of the way. I mean, if we play our cards right. By the way, Ben, should we tease the new the new series you mean the shit canister the shit canister <laughs> i guess we can uh, let's just we're gonna say, do let's it say, let's just say do you do you want to see the stinkiest podcast episode ever all i know is the first three episodes are set plus a christmas special and I by, the, by the way this is my idea <laughs> this is the first genuine idea bryce has had and like i i am spearheading this garbage and it's gonna be coming soon i think what is it next week no two weeks then it's it's in the next few weeks we're gonna do a little thing we're calling and... it Bryce's shit gauntlet because that's literally what it is. It is a gauntlet of shit. And you're going to see exactly what that means when the show goes up. Have we procured what we're going to be watching for that yet? Oh, I have an idea of what we're going to do. Oh, but I'm going to I I am going oh, to Oh no. I I am going to surprise you. Because I, I know how much you love surprises. For the record, I greenlit this idea only because I was like, you know what? Bryce doesn't have very many ideas. I'm going to see where this goes. Well, you signed up for a double-decker turd sandwich, so. I mean, but, to be but fair, that's all right. go listen to, like, half of our shows. What are they? Well, I look forward to that. Rancid. I teased it. 
I it's it's gonna be interesting. It might not be good. It might be amazing. I, all Watch I'm the g- show. All I'm gonna say is I will announce beforehand what we're gonna be reviewing. So anybody that wants to suffer through this with us will have the opportunity. If you know a lot about wrestling, you're probably gonna know it's not gonna be good. Uh, I have a guess as to what the first show is. I'm going to guess it now, and you can either say yes or no. Is the first thing we're going to be watching Victory Road 2009? Maybe. Oh, God. It, might, it may or may not oh, be that. No. What if am I it's not, to sign up for? Jesus. If it's not, if it's not the first one, it's going to happen probably eventually. Because it's iconically bad. <sighs> We could do just but, about any but, TNA show post-2011. <laughs> I might pull something out of left field for you. If you tell me I have to watch New Blood Rising, I, I might quit. <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. <sighs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I want you to think about it. I want it to boil in your brain uh... for like the next, next couple weeks. For the record, again... The only reason I greenlit this is because I'm like, well, we need more content. Sometimes we got to do what Bryce wants to do. And I asked Bryce for ideas, and this is the first thing he said. I should have asked for his next idea. I like laughing at things. What can I say? (laughs) I'll be laughing. Ben might be crying. But honestly, that's just as funny. So (laughs) I'll I'll see you then. Well, I'll see you on our normal programming, but I am looking forward to that. So... Uh, folks thank you so much for listening to this i apologize in advance for whatever the hell that shit gauntlet is bryce has already told me the christmas special and i am dreading it oh boy shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) it's gonna be great it's gonna be good bryce you're a little too excited to watch bad wrestling for someone that suggested we cut down our wwe coverage are we gonna watch extreme rules ben when's extreme rules two weeks no (laughs) no um but the demons on that show i might i might watch that match we we can add it on to something at the end here's the thing ben i don't hate uh bad wrestling it just needs to be funny bad and not just like cringe bad (laughs) so why do you want to watch a victory road Ben, I didn't say that's the first show. You implied it. I implied it, but Ben, don't think that it's set in stone, my friend. I have a plethora of bad wrestling I can pick from. And let me tell you, Victory Road 2009 is bad, but I guarantee you I can pull out my spade and dig for a shit nugget even larger. So don't jinx it (laughs) for your own sake. That analogy. (laughs) Don't jinx yourself. Okay. I'm going to end this show before it turns into a bigger shit storm than it already is. (laughs) That that is in Ben's favor. Oh God. Okay. You're going to get some, you're going to get some juicy content from this. Bryce, if this show doesn't do massive numbers, I'm, I'm actually just gonna cancel it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's it's gonna be good, even if it's for my own satisfaction, and not yours. Isn't that like what half the show is? <laughs> Everything's different in the eyes of the beholder. That's true. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with Rob on Monday. Peace. <laughs>